This week was the first time where I go, I I have no idea. Because they have looked bad, but this was the first time where I legitimately was watching them and thinking, they look lost. Yeah, I I don't think the shakeup helped in terms of what they did with the starting lineup early. You you got Giannato touched on, and and I think his most recent column, he's talking about you know, Memphis's situation, um, what it looked like, again, even against Rice, and you figured they had learned the lesson by now, was sort of the same approach and that, that tone that Penny had set when he said that the non-conference is pretty much our season. It seems like this team keeps expecting, and especially when it looks at the Ken Palm and the net rating of the team it's playing, the Rices of the world, at some point they'll lay down. Yeah. Right. It's that you. You look at they're the ninth-rated conference in the league. Right. At some point, this is supposed to be easy, and it just seems like you keep getting that sort of attitude with yes. this. You know, at, at a point, you know, and again, I don't think the start helped Memphis, but at some point, you're supposed to crush that Rice team early. Just about like all the good teams that they've played have done this season yeah. to them, but you're allowing them again to build confidence and everything else, and it feels like a team. We've seen it at times, even in winning the close ones early on and starting undefeated through conference, it seems like this team has expected, you know what, we got through 11-2, and two. through those first 13, we we are good. Just, just don't blow it, but more so, it's going to get easier. Right from here. Yep. We got the two big ones with Florida Atlantic. Sure, maybe we'll get a test down at Tulane. But you've seen some of that, and especially, Jeffrey, I think, on the defensive end. So much of that is effort. There's been so much letting go of the rope. I just think they think, perhaps because their their coach set this tone this preseason, that it was it's, it, it's going to get easier because of this conference. It has not. You're getting everyone's best shot. They're all hitting double-digit threes on you. They're setting career highs. you got to snap out of it yep. You know, from, from coach to player. All of them. Jason, really appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, brother. That is Jason Smith with the Jason and John Show. When we come back, Chris Harrington joins the program. We'll get his thoughts on the Stephen Adams deal, what it means, and if there is more to come. We'll do that next right here on the Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. 92.9 FM ESPN and Robert Irwin Jewelers are spreading the Memphis love with a $5,000 gift card to R.I. Jewelers for Valentine's. 92.9 FM ESPN R.I. Jewelers Valentine's Love Notes. Want to get engaged? Time to put a ring on your personal cheerleader? Here's what to do. Submit your recorded love note to that special someone at 92.9ESPN.com and you could win the $5,000 Robert Irwin Jewelers gift card for Valentine's. My Valentine. Like the sparkle at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Most people who gamble do it without uh, without any problem. About 95%, according to the statistics, gamble, they have fun. Maybe they make a little money. Maybe they lose a little money. No big deal. But about 5% of the people who gamble struggle with it. They bet too much money, too much emotional investment, takes a toll on their finances or their family or their lives. And for those people, I recommend the Gambling Clinic. It's got an office right there over at the University of Memphis. They've been here since 1999. They've helped hundreds and hundreds of people, honestly, well before um, gambling apps started popping up on phones. They were there to help. And what they do is set up about 10 to 12 individual sessions um, confidential individual sessions to help you figure out um, how gambling should fit into your life. They have trained addiction experts. Um, and so whether it, uh, whether it pertains to you or someone you love, thegamblingclinic.com. It's February, and love is in the air all month. There's no better time to find your perfect match than this month with Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. From now until February 29th, get a free UV light when you purchase select new HVAC systems from Hiller. It's the perfect pair for cleaner, healthier air inside. You'll never be more in love with your home. Find your perfect match today at happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. Howie Valentine's Day. Jewelry, candy, roses. You can get all three at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Spend $99 or more and you're going to get free box of chocolates and a dozen roses. And Danny, look at this necklace. It is beautiful. It's a it's, Love's Crossing, isn't it? It's a Love's Crossing uh, necklace. They start at only $199. Plus, you're going to get a dozen roses and a box of chocolates while supplies last. I don't expect any less from you guys. Why go anywhere else? It's Valentine's Day at Robert Irwin Jewelers. I don't know. Free financing, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. 
Spa.com. Love is in the air. Nothing says love this Valentine's like a Massage Envy Spa gift card. Show someone you care. Gift cards are good for professional massages, facials, total body stretch, and so much more. Pick up your Massage Envy Spa gift card today at Massage Envy Spa in Carrieville at Carriage Crossing, the Germantown Collection at Poplar and Exeter, in Midtown on Union Avenue, and on Germantown Parkway in Cordova. Or call 901-221-1241 today. Relax. It's Massage Envy Spa. Hey, Kathy, you know, I've been seeing those State Farm commercials. You guys have built quite a team. Holmes, Kelsey, Derek Henry. Bundle my auto and my homes. Oh, yeah. Steve, we're proud of that team, and I'm proud of my team. Your team is awesome. I know firsthand. If there's a question or problem, they're on top of it. My name is on the sign outside, but it's my talented team inside that makes the difference. Hey, call Kathy Thurman Edwards, State Farm agent on Brookhaven Circle. 901-767-7744. I'm not as cute as Jake, but I'm better looking than a lizard. For those who push the boundaries and know no barriers, the wake-up-at-nooners and dessert-before-dinner-eaters, the jackpot dancers and sequined pantsers, the risk-takers and heartbreakers, the hapless, the rogue, and the hopeless romantics, our time has come. Play bold at the new Southland Casino Hotel, just seven minutes from downtown Memphis. Plan your stay at southlandcasino.com. Where are my basketball fans at? Welcome to Fandom 101. The madness is upon us. When the biggest ballers in the land take the court, we need you loud, proud, and live cheering them on. The NCAA Division I Men's Basketball first and second rounds, March 22nd and 24th in Memphis. Attendance is encouraged. Passion is mandatory. Buy your seats today at NCAA.com slash tickets. Class dismissed. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Howie, for Valentine's Day, we always want jewelry, but we expect the chocolate and the roses, too. Well, at Robert Irwin Jewelers, we've got all three for you. Spend $99 or more, and you're going to get a free box of chocolates and a dozen roses. If you want a diamond heart necklace and a gold rose, only $149. Plus, you're going to get a dozen roses and a box of chocolates while supplies last. I don't expect any less from you guys. Why go anywhere else? It's Valentine's Day at Robert Irwin Jewelers. I don't know. Free financing, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. Bob Dylan, the Rough and Rowdy Ways Tour. Friday and Saturday, March 29th and 30th, eight both nights at Orpheum Theater. Tickets on sale Friday, 10 a.m. at BobDylan.com. Bob Dylan, live on stage. Show will start promptly at 8 p.m. Brought to you by Health Markets. Health Markets makes it easier to shop for health insurance. Health Markets searches and compares plans, which could save you time and money. Stop by licensed insurance agent Todd Rainey's office across from the Agri Center to discover plans for health, dental, vision, and more. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone line. Make your Valentine feel special at Frame Corner with 60% off ready-made frames for Valentine's Day. For all your sports memorabilia, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios, now on 92.9 FM ESPN. Today's special guest host, Jeffrey Wright. I swear I've never heard of Now, it's Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Presented by the Majestic Grill. Rediscover downtown dining. Chris Harrington on 92.9's Jeff Calkins Show. Chris Harrington joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? 
This is an um, expert in a dying field, an all-timer of a breakup song by the New Zealand indie pop band The Best, in honor of the Grizzlies' breakup yesterday with Steven Adams. Yeah, I think you've played this one before, and every time I hear this song, I'm like, man, I just love this song. I, I love her voice. This, this yeah, I have played it before, song. but like, you know, the breakup with a, with a Kiwi, I had, to, I had to bring it back. I saw you said on Twitter, not shocked, surprised. When, when you kind of went through all of it, now that you've collected your thoughts, you've written about it over at the Daily Memphian, kind of what, what, what are your first thoughts about it? Yeah, in terms of saying sort of not shocked, surprised, I, I, you know, we talked about this, you know, Grizzlies trade stuff a lot on the show the last few weeks. And, I, you know, I never wanted to say, like, I think they're going to trade Steven Adams. A, because I didn't, I, that's not where I was. And B, because it's, he's such a big figure that you don't want to just sort of throw that out there as something, you know. Yeah, you better, but, you better but, feel well, good about it. You better feel like you're right, you know what I mean, in that one. But, but when Jeff brought it up, I've made the point, I think, over the last few weeks of saying there, is, there were questions about his future with the team and that of, between him and Brandon Clark, he was more likely to be moved than Brandon Clark if they ended up doing something in that area. Um, I, I think to boil it all down, there's a lot of angles to it. I wrote about them all. But if you really want to boil it down, I think the Grizzlies were wary of the risk. Um, when you look at this season, they've had $25 million wrapped up in two centers in Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark who haven't played a single game. Um, they're both coming off these major injuries into next season. Next season, Desmond Bain's contract kicks in. Now the Grizzlies are in the luxury tax. And I just think they were wary of having $25 million wrapped up into two players at the same position who have a lot of injury uncertainty in a season where they can't, they can't afford to waste a lot of money. Like, they need to get their money's worth, you know, out of what they're doing. And so I think that's the stuff that really fed into it. When you say you, you felt that Steven was more likely to be dealt than Brandon, do you feel that way just because of age? I think there's multiple factors. I think I think age is definitely part of it. Adams is older. Uh, they have him under contract. He only has one more year in his contract, whereas I think there's three more for yeah. Clark. Um, and then I think on the injury front, I think, I mean, there's a real question about Clark. You know, the game, the style game he plays coming off the injury he, he's had. You know, there's precedent for that recently of similar kind of players. He's already out there like doing work and out of the boot and like may even play this season. I think to the degree, I think in terms of levels of uncertainty going into next season, the Grizzlies probably had more uncertainty on the Adams thing because he's further away from return than Clark. The, the way it's gone to this point has been, you know, the, the, the Clark thing has all gone according to expectation based on the injury. The Adams thing is obviously not gone according to expectation, as we've all seen. Um, he's never had a major injury before. I, I just think, you know, and then you add the age and the whole thing. I just think they had more uncertainty about Adams going into next season than Clark, and I think they felt like, given the tax situation, they couldn't afford to have that much money wrapped up in uncertainty at the same position. And and something had to give, you know, financially in terms of the tax, as we've been talking about this week, and this is what it ended up being, at least for starters. It may, it may not be the only thing, the only move they make, honestly, between now and next Thursday related to freeing up some flexibility, but this is this is going to be the big one. Yeah, I doubt, A, it's not as black and white as this. B, I doubt we'll ever get, like, a, a clear, straight answer. But I'm curious from your thoughts. Do you think this was primarily a basketball motivation or a financial motivation? I think they're all wrapped up together. I think it's hard to separate them out. Yeah. Um, I, and so I, I think the need, the need to free up some flexibility around the tax, I, I think, was something that was going to happen somewhere on the roster. I think I, I think in terms of locating this is where you do it is wrapped up in the basketball uncertainty about his injury and, and, and you know how much he's going to help them next season, how much he's going to help them you know in a playoff series. You know, I, I didn't like I did I didn't mention this in what I wrote, but like if you look at this from the Rockets' perspective, obviously they have faith. I mean, they're making this for Stephen Adams to play for them next season. But they're not. They weren't. They didn't trade for him with the idea he'd be their starting center. Right. They traded for him with the idea he'd be their backup center, playing you know twenty minutes or less a game. And so I, you know, if that's the kind of expectation they have on on what he's going to be next season, that's probably not an unfair expectation given the age of the injury stuff. 
And so for the Grizzlies, I just I, I felt like you know they needed to they needed to shake things up financially somewhere, and I just think they weren't comfortable going into next season depending on Adam's Clark Adam Clark combo at, at the center spot. And so I think I, I don't think their work is done at that position. In theory, it could be, but I think that would be an unsatisfactory outcome if you don't add you know some other big man to your mix to replace the Stephen Adams role between now and, and October. Do you think their starting front court next year would be Jaron and Brandon? I think that's a possibility. I mean, we'll see what Brandon looks like. I mean, the the, the numbers historically on, on lineups of Jaron and Brandon together are very good. You know, that, you know, two years ago when they ended up benching Steven Adams in, in that Minnesota series, I think Tillman started, but they really ran, they really rolled with, with Brandon Jaron. It's like their primary closing lineup, so they, they won that playoff series with it. I think that's a possibility, but I, I would, I, I don't think the Grizzlies are committed to that, like whatsoever, in terms of as a starting lineup. I think there's a very good chance that uh, you know there's, there will be a, an opening night starter for the Grizzlies next season that is not currently on the roster. I think there's a very good chance of that. Yeah, because the other thing I was thinking about. All right, let's say, let's say their primary lineup is Ja, Dez, Smart. Jaron and BC. I mean, that team is very small, right? It is. No, this is an issue because they're going to be playing. You know, you're starting Marcus Smart, who's like six two or whatever, at small forward, right? You're, right. you're inherently small, and if you're not playing him, you're playing Vince Williams, who's six four. Now, Vince Williams plays a lot bigger than that and rebounds bigger than that, but he's still six four. And so, yes, I, I think size is an issue across the board for the Grizzlies. And that's something I think, you know, they should they need to try to address going into next season. You know, remember, they're going to have a top 10 pick. You know, there's a lot of centers in this draft, all over this draft. And so whether you move up, get lucky and move up in the lottery, or you stay put and pick 789, or whether you trade back, you know, they could definitely find themselves adding a big in the draft. They could also use that pick to trade for a, an established big. I think there's all kinds of paths that they could take. I think it would be it would be a disappointing outcome to roll back into next season with just with Jackson flanked by Clark and Aldama and like a re-signed Tillman or whatever. I think I think you could do that, but that is not what I think the goal should be. And honestly, in that situation, isn't it reasonable to say that team is worse? Well, worse than you know if you had a healthy Stephen Adams, yes. But 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 not not worse than this season when you've had no Stephen Adams and no fair, Brandon Clark, very right? Fair point. And and so, you know, if you stipulate to me, if you stipulated to me, I don't, you know, I can't tell you exactly the Grizzlies thinking, but if you stipulated to me, you will get the Stephen Adams you will get next season, and the season is the Stephen Adams you had before this injury. I'm not doing that deal. Um, I, I think I think they they. They had too much concern about what that was going to be. It would be, it would be my assumption here. How risky would it be to have a, a starting center who's a rookie? Um, you know, I, I, I think it would be risky to have a starting center who's a rookie who you're really depending on to play the bulk of the minutes. Yeah, I, I think I think with Jaron, I think your front court rotation is going to be Jaron, and then like a round robin of of, of looks. And, like, who starts and who comes off the bench is maybe not that important. Um, it's going to be about the minute distribution. And so I think, you know, if you added a rookie center um, who was ready to contribute, you know, let's say someone who's had multiple years in college, like, you know, Kyle Lepowski from Duke or Donovan Plingen or Connecticut or whatever. Yep. You're adding someone who's, like, you know, who should be ready to at least to a rotation in the NBA level. If you have that, but then you're you're juggling that with a Brandon Clark, with an Aldama, with a whatever, you're not depending on someone whether they start or not to be playing 30 minutes a game necessarily. So I, you know, I think there's risk in that because you can be the number one pick in the draft and play four years of college, and you show up and you can't play in the NBA. You never really know until you know. So I think that would have some risk. But you know, if you have other options like Clark and Aldama or Tillman or whoever the other options are. You know, having a rookie center who is in your rotation mix in your front court rotation, I think, I think sounds sounds like a, a path that could very well be taken. Do you feel like this move signals anything about their view 
of Luke Kennard next year? Oh, I think it, it definitely increases the odds that Kennard is back. Kennard is back. There was already a good chance Kennard would be back. They, they really like Kennard. They traded for him because they like that shooting. They want to see that shooting more with John Moran and Desmond Bain than, they, than they've, had, they've done so far. Um, they have the team option on him, so they can bring him back. It's there. It's in the balls and 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 their you know their in their side of the court or whatever my metaphor is. Um, balls in their court, I and think. so yeah, balls in their court, and so I, I think I think this increases the odds that Kennard is back. The odds are already decent. Kennard would be back. I think they're more so now because the financial pressure is a little bit less. That said, like I don't know, you know, Kennard fifteen million dollars. I don't think is what anyone would want to pay Kennard. Uh, Specifically, I don't think what anyone would want to pay for their fifth perimeter player, which is what Kennard's going to be. Yeah. When you have John, John Morant, Desmond Bade, Marcus Smart, and now Vince Williams, I think all above them in the pecking order. And then you add that, like, he's had his own injury reliability history, as we're seeing, like, all across this season. Like, it seems like he's out all the time with all the different stuff, you know? Yeah. And so I, I think, you know, I, I don't think I don't think it has been determined, as far as I can tell, it has not been fully determined one way or the other. There's not an absolute Kennard will be back or an absolute he won't be back. They have they have some optionality there, and, and, and we'll see. We've been seeing more of Jaron and Santi together. It's something that you said you've you've wanted to see more of. What have you made of it so far? Yeah, I mean, Santi has shot the ball well the last two games, which is good to see. I mean, that, that's sort of the point of Santi. Like, yeah. You know, there's a limit to what you're going to get in some areas. You want someone who is who is stretching the floor and making threes and is a real scoring threat and gives you an offensive boost. So I think you've seen more of that lately, which is good to see. I think you know that's something to take a to step back and take a, deep, a deeper look at at some point, which I haven't done. I think broadly speaking, Obama's had a disappointing season. I think his defense, which is not going to be good, has been just a little too. A little too lazy, a little too weak, more than it more than it should be, even given his limitations. I, I, I think he's, I don't know, he's just seemed a little nonchalant to me, you know. I, I don't think he's been, he has not seemed as sort of focused as maybe he did last season. You know, I think he's forced some stuff. I think he's been a, bit, a little lax defensively. He's been inconsistent. And so I, I, I think he's had kind of a disappointing season. You know, assuming that he is not traded in the next week, and I, you know, I certainly have no reason to believe he will be. I mean, it's certainly possible, but that, that's he's not one of the guys I, I'd be looking at most. Assuming he's here for the rest of the season, I think if he's healthy, he's going to be playing a lot the rest of the season, and this is a real time for him now to really make a case for himself. This, you know, maybe as a starter, but certainly as a, as a, as a real key rotation piece. Like, I know he's been banged up with the knees, but the other thing, like that, I keep thinking because right. I'm with you. The same time, it's like. The first thought that came to mind is he just feels very leaky on defense. It's not like yeah. it's not like aggressively bad, but it's just kind of like, eh. like I'm just wondering, like, is this is it health related? Like, is he just gutting it out because he just doesn't look right to me when you watch it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that, but I agree that something that something has seemed off with him for a lot of this season. I I, I certainly agree with that. Is this Jaron's best year? I don't know. I, I, I feel oh, we're just like, making too much of offense because he's been good offensively. Yes. Yeah. No. I, well, he's been good in terms of his 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 game averages. Is the thing his shooting percentages have not been good. Yeah. And so I find myself. I, I have tended to be like above 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 par or above the line in terms of pro Jaron. Like from from the moment he was drafted, I find myself oddly lately being like uh, a little bit of well actually with him. Like, like, like I, I sort of teased Drew on our podcast this week, but, like, during a game the other night, Drew and Parker Fleming were like, he looks looking a lot like Giannis, and I wanted to say, unless you look at the rebounding numbers, yeah. you know, you know, I, I, I think he has been asked. Better free throw shooter. Create, yeah. He's been asked to, create, to take a lot of shots and create a lot of offense on this team lately. Um, I think you have seen predictably <laughs> – his counting numbers go up and his efficiency go down. Yeah, I think that that's to be expected given the circumstance. I think he has shown growth as an individual um, offensive creator uh, for himself and for others. I think I think that growth is meaningful. I think it will, it will be it will carry over for him in the next season. I don't think even though he's had these two good scoring games, the way he has played lately is the best version of Jared Jackson. Um, for himself or certainly for the team. But that's not about him. That's just about the team surroundings. And so I want to see a Jaron next season 
that can step back a little bit offensively and get back to being, you know, a defensive player of the year front runner and get a little bit more balance to the game. I think the imbalance in his game right now is not about him. It's just about the team environment. And so I, has he been better than he's been in some other seasons? He's been better in some areas and worse than others. I, I think he has not had the balance of the best possible Jaron. But, again, that's about the team. That's not about him. Yeah, I think, honestly, part of my reaction to it is, given the circumstances, like, if you think about it, coming into the year, you're thinking, you know, okay, we know we're going to be without Ja for 25 games, but we still, we're, we're planning on, you know, having something to say about this season. Then Steven gets hurt. Then it becomes the season from hell. I almost just wonder, like, am I overvaluing Jaron just because, like, I watch the circumstances and I feel like, man, he's bringing it every single night, and I kind of admire that. Oh, no, it, it is admirable. I, I don't, it's not about overvaluing Jaron. It's about – because I think Jaron is extremely valuable. Um, I think he's like a top 40 player in the league, right? A young two-way big man. Um, but I think I, – I, I do think people are overrating the scoring average of yeah. late a little bit in the context of his total play. I do, think, I do think there's something to that. What do you make of that Cleveland team? Um, you know – it's an interesting team because there's a lot of talent there, but it almost feels like in some ways they've been better when they, when the talent's been a little bit more partial. Yeah. There's a lot of duplication. It's like two small guards and two bigs. And it almost feels like when you have them all together, like that duplication, that you, you're not actually maximizing the total talent. So you wonder if they need to tweak a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people have sort of assumed that Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell will be traded, but, you know, maybe Mitchell Garland is not the most optimum backcourt. Maybe Mobley Allen is not the most optimal front court. Maybe just yeah. too much duplication there. So I, I think, you know, that team may need to tweak some stuff. But, I, but, but that team should not be looking to blow anything up and start over. I think that team's really good. And maybe they just need some tweaks to get a little bit better. Yeah, because, like, I was trying to – like, I was thinking about it in the context of the East. Do I feel any better about them than I did last year? Not really, well, right? I, I mean, I guess injuries I, now with with Philly. Like, uh, there's, I guess there's that, but I don't know. Like, I, I just, I really struggled thinking that that team was going to beat Boston in a seven game series. Well, they're coming on of late. They had a bad start, and they've yeah. been coming on and climbing, climbing back up. I think I, saw, 12, I think they went twelve and one, or I think they're twelve and one in yeah. the last thirteen. Yeah. I um, they have over the course of the season they have underperformed my expectations because I thought they had an outside chance to be the one seed. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to come out of the East in the playoffs, but I thought in the regular season if, if they could really come on, you know, be right up there with Boston and Milwaukee. Um, they had a lot of injury stuff early on, and then they've had some of the chemistry stuff, and so it hasn't all really come together for them until more recently. But I, I think, you know, I think that team has, but they're not going to be the one seed because that's going to be Boston now. But, like, it, they could be the two. Like, you know, I think they, they could be right there with New York, who's played really well lately, and then Milwaukee, who's sort of been a little more up and down. Now you have Philly with the Embiid stuff. <laughs> so I think, you know, I think two through, you know, five or whatever in the East is pretty fluid, and I think that team has the talent, you know, if they can keep, keep things clicking. It wouldn't shock me if they were the two seed in the East. How much does this injury to Embiid? Because it's lateral meniscus. I love how I was like, well, he's out this weekend. I'm like, if it's a lateral meniscus, like, tear, like, they're going to have to do something. Like, I, the idea that, like, this would just be a week-to-week thing was absurd to me. But, I mean, I, I don't know. How did you feel about it? This has sort of happened before with stuff like this with Embiid where he sort of comes back earlier, or plays through stuff that maybe other players fix. and other – Spots in their career, I just think there's no, there's no sense of like you know what's going to happen about eight years from now with MB. Just because you know, I think the time is always now with him because of the kind of player he is. Yeah. And on some of this stuff, like like when Jaron had him in his meniscus thing, like they took the longest, they took the long, long view with him. They could have done a different kind of process or procedure and come back earlier with Jaron, but with Jaron, they were thinking about the next 10, 15 years of his career, right? And B's at the point where, like, who knows what you're going to – if you're going to get three years from now, you know? And so I think there's so much focus on on the short term rather than the long term. And, and, and maybe that's appropriate, maybe it's not. But I feel like that's more the the mind frame around him. Do you think we'll see the 65-game rule go away next year? 
I think there's a good chance it goes away or maybe it gets tweaked. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe it applies to MVP but doesn't apply to all NBA, yeah. which tends to have more, more financial ramifications. I, I think it will be revisited, that's for sure. Chris, really appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Chris Harrington of The Daily Memphian. Go read his piece on the entire outlook of the Stephen Adams trade. When we come back, Jeffrey joins the program. Stick around and the Jeff Calkins Show right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 92.9 FM ESPN and Robert Irwin Jewelers are spreading the Memphis love with a $5,000 gift card to R.I. Jewelers for Valentine's. 92.9 FM ESPN R.I. Jewelers Valentine's Love Notes. Want to get engaged? Time to put a ring on your personal cheerleader? Here's what to do. Submit your recorded love note to that special someone at 92.9 ESPN.com and you could win the $5,000 Robert Irwin Jewelers gift card for Valentine's. My Valentine. Like the sport at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Happy Valentine's. Like lab-grown diamonds from RIJ, your love grows in me. Forever yours, DJ. Contest rules also at 92.9ESPN.com. We had a rough January here in Memphis, including a a stint of cold weather and some people with exploding pipes. Well, that's a mess. That's a problem. It's not less of a problem if you know Service Master by Cornerstone is there to help. At that moment when disaster strikes, when a tree falls on your house, when your pipes, um, when your pipes explode, um, if you have uh, fire or smoke damage, mold, whatever it is, Service Master by Cornerstone is there for you. I once had some flooding in my house. Again, the kind of thing that Service Master by Cornerstone can help with. They've got a 24-hour phone line. They've got they're locally owned and operated. They have the expertise and the urgency to help you in your hour of need. Service Master by Cornerstone, number one ranked uh, Service Master franchise in the entire country, and they send people all over the region to help in times of need. They can certainly help you. So all you have to do is remember the phone number. It's 901-RESPOND. That's easy. 901-RESPOND. Put it in your phone, and if disaster does strike, it's good to have Service Master by Cornerstone here to help. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-385-9302 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-385-9302. That's 800-385-9302. What do you have to lose? Call 800-385-9302. Again, 800-385-9302. I'm still going for it, even with higher stroke risk from eight fibrillation and a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Over a three-year study, Eliquis Apixaban tablets reduced stroke risk better than warfarin, and over 97% of Eliquis patients did not experience a stroke. A first stroke occurred in 2.9% of warfarin patients versus 2.3% of Eliquis patients. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without asking your doctor. It may increase your stroke risk. Eliquis can cause serious and in rare cases fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding, unusual bruising, or tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. Medications such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRIs,
MRIs, SNRIs, and blood thinners may increase bleeding risk. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eloquist.com or call 1-855-ELOQUIST. It's Howie from Robert Irwin Jewelers. Don't make it difficult this year. Get to Robert Irwin Jewelers and buy her diamonds. Spend $99 or more and get a dozen free roses and a box of chocolates. Bigger, brighter diamonds, free financing, Robert Irwin Jewelers, or online at rijewelers.com while supplies last. Get back to the grind with your Memphis Grizzlies as they host the Golden State Warriors tonight at 7 p.m. on Help Night, presented by Ortho South. Arrive early as the first 5,000 fans will receive a Desmond Bain mini hoop set. Secure your tickets today by visiting grizzlies.com. Watch parties aren't what they used to be. Welcome to today's matinee. Ever since we got Xfinity, my little sister and her friends can easily stream all their favorite stuff. We'll start with two episodes of Top Chef, then Chopped. When I was a kid, we'd worry about buffering. Now they just worry about what's on the charcuterie board. Enjoy these fine meats and cheeses. Mm. These are just cut up hot dogs and spray cheese. Indeed. The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Introducing the best value in live TV and streaming on the best network with Xfinity Internet and Now TV. Now through March 21st, get Xfinity Internet for $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Plus, add Now TV with Peacock Premium. A $5.99 a month value included at no extra cost for just $20 a month. Switch today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Now TV requires Xfinity Internet. Equipment taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Stream Top Chef on Peacock. Valentine's is coming. Hey, it's Eric Hasseltine. Are you looking for the most thoughtful, most romantic gift for the one you love this Valentine's? Two words for you. Genesis Diamonds. Maybe it's a simple pendant or an exquisite one-of-a-kind designer ring. Genesis can help you pick out the most memorable and special piece of jewelry for the occasion. And to make it even sweeter, now tell Valentine's whether you spend $199 or $199,000, Genesis will give you some chocolates, fresh flowers, and dinner out at no charge. This is a great deal, guys. It's a one-stop ultimate Valentine's experience. When you buy any piece of beautiful jewelry, they will give you beautiful flowers, some delicious chocolates, and a gift card for dinner at Restaurant Iris. So stop wasting time. Get to Genesis Diamonds. They've got a spectacular collection of memorable romantic gifts from $199 all the way to $199,000. And right now, they're going to throw in chocolates, flowers, and dinner out at no extra charge. Happy Valentine's Day from Genesis Diamonds on Poplar at Perkins Extended. From the team that brought you Amy Poehler's Say More with Dr. Sheila comes the comedy podcast, The Chris Chapman Do-Over, starring Ike Barinholtz as controversial shock jock Chris Chapman, who returns to the airwaves after being canceled. This is your boy, Chris Chapman. My old show was a victim of a little thing called cancel culture, and I vowed to take a long break and really reflect. But I'm here to announce I'm back better than ever. The improvised Chris Chapman do-over is an Odyssey and Paper Kite production starring Ike Barinholtz as Chris Chapman. Listen on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back plus a hundred bucks. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! And Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life. So don't just sit there. For your biggest refund guaranteed, walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson Hewitt, yeah! I lock up my Old Spice Fiji Aluminum Free Dry Spray to keep that 24-7 lasting freshness safe for myself. Fresh coconuts, palm trees in the wind. It's like catching waves in Fiji. Actually, I just talked myself into a refreshing spritz of Fiji. My old spice is missing! No! (laughs) Denise has been playing jazz for 40 years. Last concert, one of the musicians fell sick with RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV, is a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems. This time, she's choosing to help protect herself with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo. Abrisvo is a vaccine for the prevention of lower respiratory tract disease caused by respiratory syncytial virus, RSV, in adults 60 years of age and older. Abrisvo is not for everyone and may not protect all who receive the vaccine. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had a severe allergic 
allergic reaction to its ingredients. People with a weakened immune system may have a decreased response to a Brisvo. The most common side effects are tiredness, headache, pain at the injection site, and muscle pain. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine, a Brisvo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone line. Make your Valentine feel special at Frame Corner with 60% off ready-made frames for Valentine's Day. For all your sports memorabilia, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios, now on 92.9 FM ESPN. It's going to be a great weekend to get downtown either for brunch or dinner at the Majestic Grill, 145 South Main. I told you recently that it was uh, named the uh, number one place in Memphis for a rehearsal dinner. And it means it's awful, a wonderful place to go for Valentine's dinner, honestly. Because like, what, what does it mean? It means it's beautiful. It's historic. Food's delicious. Attentive staff. Um, but it also has a spectacular brunch. Just a spectacular brunch. They actually halted the brunch for a while and people mourned and uh now that the brunch has started up again i could not recommend it um more highly but honestly it's just a simple great place to go downtown before before a show before a game um whatever it is before getting your blood pressure checked at uh, the Grizzlies game tonight whatever it is or for valentine's it is a majestic grill 145 south Maine. So, Jeffrey, uh, while you were away, I did get important clarification on Groundhogs slash mm-hmm. Woodchuck. Yes. Um, uh, a, a friend of mine um, said, sent me actual video from his backyard where he was known to feed uh, Woodchuck's carrots. And so we had video of Woodchuck's okay. feeding carrots. I, I do think the thing about a Woodchuck is mm-hmm. you want them to be adorable. Like, they're adorable. You know, they're fat and they're furry and you just want to like, you want to think you could like stick your face right in his little belly, and go, you know, but mm-hmm. you can't because they bite the hell out of you. And so I don't, I, I think they, I think, book, I think uh, it'd be, we, we know if Pakistani Phil lies, right? Mm-hmm. He told me that like his, yes. his, his, his win rate is, you know, terrible. Yeah, no, he, he's um, he's uh, he is no different than like a card reader. He's just a bad he's he's a bad a psychic. Bad card reader, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think the whole woodchuck is a lie because they look cute and they're fierce. Like the, well, it's not surprising. And what do you hear? You hear about fucks on AFL biting the hell out of people anyway, right? Didn't one like a couple of years ago they dropped it because it bit. It, we're trying to bite someone and they dropped the damn thing. So uh, anyway, I did get clarification. I, I have a have, dumb question. Yeah, uh, are woodchucks and beavers related? Uh, the the woodchuck is part of the marmot family. Okay, um, and I don't know if a, you would think they'd be related, right? They they, they look similar. They they feel like the They're habitat's both. the same. Uh, I think the the beaver is, of course, more of an underwater creature. You know, it's more of a they, their habitat's the same in the sense that they, you know, they they don't necessarily live in a right in a in a new development in Collierville. Like they both live in the woods. Um, so, uh, but. Are they both well, I think rodents? Ron is more of a river creature. What? Are they both rodents? I don't think rodent is technically right. I think, yeah, I bet they're both rodents. Yeah, yeah okay. Rodents. It says the groundhog, also known it's, as the woodchuck. Doesn't is marmot involved in there somehow? Right. Uh, uh, Marmota monax, which is, Thank I guess, you. the Latin, of course. Uh, I would have said the Latin. Yes. I should have said the Latin because I used to speak Yes, Latin. of course. Right. Uh, is a rodent of the family... Uh, it looks like Shunde, a German again, belonging to the group of large ground squirrels known as marmots. Yeah, I told you, I, I believe I said that. Marmot. Yeah, I you said nailed it. Right off the and top then of my head. Anyway, a beaver yeah, is huh? a large semi aquatic rodent of the northern hemisphere. And they got to be related somehow. They got to be same. related somehow. Uh, interesting to have Chris Harrington. You know what struck me about all of this? Um, you know how we've talked about before that the the best part of a I guess the best part of, of rooting for a team is if they won a title, right? And and who knows Can't if confirm. we'll ever get there? It, if, who knows if we'll ever get there as fans of the the various Memphis teams? But beyond that, we talk about how the 
the best part is, you know, when you're just starting to, uh, you know, begin your upward trajectory and all things seem possible. Oh, absolutely. The rise. Then what happens when you reach the stage that the Grizzlies are, you not only have, and this is where the Bills are, for example, right? Or whatever. You, You pick a team that has been through that glamorous little stretch, right? Who's Patrick Mahomes in this area? And now it's time, well, in a way, it was Steph, right? Like, but anyway, so in a way, it was, um, it, 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 it is, um, you, you reach this point, yep. and then you have two problems. The problem of expectations, mm-hmm. and will you meet the expectations, because they're no longer good enough to just win. And then you have this other problem, which you're coming to grips with right now. Only one team the can problem, win a title. No, the problem that you have to start disgorging players yeah. because you can't afford it. You got to pay. You got to pay. You can't pay everybody. I mean, again, it's uh, uh, you know, again, I look at it through the Bills' prism. It's Tremaine Edmonds, right, or whomever it is, right, whoever it is that you can't afford to keep. You start cutting now. The, the who's, truly who's magnificent the aging defensive lineman y'all are going to overpay this year. They, they aren't going to overpay anyone this year because there's no one to over. They don't have enough money to overpay anyone. Like Leonard Floyd, they added, but they didn't overpay him. They owed it with a cheap one-year deal. Like that's the you reach this stage where you can't keep Stephen Adams, right? You just can't. It's a little different than the NFL because the NFL is a hard cap, and here it's like, what is your willingness to pay tax? So it's a little bit different. But the truth of the matter is. The second apron might as well be a hard cap for a, for a franchise. Yeah, like I, I, 100, I think this is the first actual deterrent because the salary cap yeah, used to be so it, it soft. Is, like this, this actually, right. to me, that is, you're 100% right. That's 197 is going to be the hard cap. And so it is, and, and there may be some cap, you know, before you get there. We don't know with the Grizzlies. But you reach this point where you're like, well, damn, we'd like to have him. And you pick your core. And you identify your core, and you've got to spend so damn much to keep your core together because now, you know, now, now Jaws being paid, and Jaron's being paid, and Dez is being paid, that you have to have the pieces around them be interchangeable and slash affordable. And it's why, and so you, you lament it. Yeah, if you're, a, if you're a truly magnificent franchise, you can do that and still win titles, right? Like, look at the Warriors. The Warriors, once upon a time, had Andre Iguodala, right? And they're like, oh, we can't afford him. We're going to slough him off to Memphis where he can pitch a fit because he was sent to Memphis, right? Well, he did. And, don't forget he did also air out that the, that the Warriors faked the injury report with him. Right. So, uh, but anyway, so then, and you can still, like, uh, again, the Chiefs and Tyreek Hill. Yes, well, that's a perfect example. Perfect example. They're like, what, what, you don't think they wanted to keep Tyreek Hill? You don't think it pained Chiefs fans that Tyreek Hill was gone? Of course it did. It still pains Chiefs fans that he's gone. Now, if you're truly great, if you're truly magnificent, you can keep winning titles even as you do that. As long as you have Patrick Mahomes. As long as you have Patrick Mahomes or Steph Curry, for that matter. Like, at his zenith or whatever. Like, if you have the – but anyway, that's where we are with the Grizzlies, and it's why – I don't know whether I, I miss. I don't know whether you ended up talking about Luke Kennard or not with Chris. Yeah, he he, a, he thinks that while maybe it's not like a, you know a hundred percent related, he does think that this move signals that it's more likely that he's back. I think it certainly makes it more likely that he's back. But does it still make it likely that he's back? He, he <laughs> you know, seems like, to think so. Yes, um, you know Bobby Marks had him being traded to Orlando for. Not just as a, as a suggestion, not as a, yeah. as a possible deal. This wasn't reported at all. For Gary Harris, I think it was in two seconds. Um, um, but, yeah, so maybe 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 Luke Kennard will return. But this is the way it goes, and you get attached to players. And But the truth of the matter is, here's the other thing. You're only, even as we think about and are pained by losing Stephen Adams, you're losing one year of Stephen Adams. It's not like Stephen Adams was going to be your center for the next five years. You're, lo- you're losing yep. one year of Stephen Adams, and whoever you get, whether it's in the draft or by trade or whatever else, may be a solution that takes you. I mean, we say there's two more years before Jaron's, uh, you know, Jaron's deal is up, and so it certainly may be someone who you that you have for the next two years. Anyway, it uh, it is a it is a difficult time, but it is it's it is part of the. Um, the life cycle of a franchise. The other thing I was thinking about was, and maybe we'll talk about this more more next week. Does it strike you as um, a rarity 
when we have no meaningful play postseason basketball between the Tigers and the Grizzlies. So I, I actually discussed this with Jason because Jason, you know, Jason basically starts in October of sixteen, and I start in November of sixteen with you. I think there's a case to be made that like this is like the lowest point because even when like the Grizzlies still had even though it was on the back end of the Grizzlies and you know they were clearly it was the end there were still it, their game still mattered everything still mattered yeah but but what what actually I wouldn't look at this and I may look at this further going forward right. but there are actually more years than you would imagine that they both miss we had they they both missed oh yeah no hundred percent like, yeah they both missed in two thousand twenty I think there were two years like maybe it was two thousand nineteen well, no 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 Jeff you, you you forgot they played in the eight nine play in game in the bubble yeah yeah. Uh, they, they, yeah, they yeah. played in the eight nine. That was that two thousand. That was two thousand twenty. They yeah. played in the play, but that doesn't but if you look technically at, count. If you look at actual, and yes. then I think two thousand nineteen. Didn't they both? I think miss. Like it's like yes, they definitely I, I both think, missed in nineteen. I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, boy, how long has it been since we've been in this misery? But the difference having- in nineteen was it was the beginning of Penny. Yeah, the recruiting class coming in. Everybody was still amped. I'm talking about in terms of how ever like. Oh no no yeah you're right. I I, I was isolating like. How how frequent is it that both teams miss? Like right. we, there's this there's this view in in Memphis that oh why can't we have both teams be good? And to that I've actually there are many more years than you would think when both teams make it. But then there like there have been a good number of years when both teams miss. This is not some aberration that both teams are going to miss. But to your point, I do think it is particularly grim. Now, weirdly enough. And who knows? Like this, the Memphis Tiger season is can still go any direction. Weirdly enough, as bad as the Grizzlies season has been, the Tiger season much grimmer. Yes, right? because I mean, look, no, I, this is what I said with right Jason. Now. Because right now the Grizzlies, you feel like you're pushing pause, but it's you yeah, still have no, like we've had years where like they're bad years, and you didn't have hope going into the next season. The, the hope next season is to get your guys back, right? Yeah, no, no. It, it's a totally, it's a totally different scenario, and it's, yes. it's also not at all your own fault. Correct. You know, whereas there's no one to blame for the Tigers but the Tigers. Correct. Whoever you, whoever you choose to point your finger at, whether it's players, coaches, whatever else, there's there's not some outside force that has created this. Obviously, Caleb Mills getting hurt, like that was one, but that, that does not equate to what has happened to the Tigers. Yeah, to the Grizzlies, the other, where, this was the other thing that was interesting to me with Penny, like. Now that we're starting to get the excuses coming out, did it not strike you as interesting that, like, like when he ripped when he ripped you for the stupid effing questions thing? Remember, it was like my guys got hurt. Like, you know, we're, we're he did all that. He has not used the Kayla Mills excuse in a in a point in time when he's using excuses. That that kind of surprised me. Well, that's interesting. Um, I, <laughs> I partly because I just don't think it's. I don't think it's credible. I, 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 I think I, it is that, credible. That's why it was striking to me because I I had been saying hand up. I didn't think that loss, the loss of Caleb Mills, like you would rather have him than not. As it, it, clearly, it clearly hurt, but you can't, there is not a, there's no way to credibly blame this complete catastrophe on the loss of a player who was not even starting. You know, like that, that, that is, that is not credible. Uh, before we get out of here, there is some NFL news. Um, I wanted to discuss, see Blake Watson last night in, uh, in, uh, you know, playing in one of these all-star games, uh, hit the fastest. He was 20.58 miles an hour, caught a bunch of passes. I think Blake Watson is going to be, I mean, there are no first round running backs. He's not a second round running back and he's not a third round running back. I think starting in the fourth round, he could be drafted. And I, I guess if I were to predict, I think he will be drafted on, in the fifth round. But I think Blake Watson is going to be a meaningful contributor in someone's running back maybe this is maybe next this, year. Admittedly, I'm an idiot. But maybe this, in this, maybe this is my dumb brain because Daryl played for the Rams. I just look at him and I go, that guy just looks like a Rams running back. Maybe. 
Um, he, it may be, and he's different. Like he's he's fast. He catches the ball. He's you know that's that, that's he, the he, reason. Like like look at yeah. Kylan Williams. Like that's what they do. They screen to him. They yep. you know use him in pass protection. They like outside zone. Like I just feel like he fits like what they want to do. Um, and then in other NFL news, um, Dan Quinn to the Commanders, mm-hmm. and the Titans hire Nick Holtz as their OC. Obviously, and did you see uh, Bill? Bill's joining his son, Bill Callahan. Bill is joining his son. Bill Callahan has Georgia. The interesting thing about that is, is that you know you talk about there are all kinds of ways to make it in the world. Hard work matters. Uh, luck matters. Uh, intelligence matters. Um, Being good looking. Being good looking has certainly helped me yes. along the way. No question. Um, but let's be honest. Like connections matter. So, so Nick Holtz, who I had not never heard of. Had you heard of him? He's the passing game coordinator in Jacksonville. He's now. Uh, I had be... heard of him yesterday when I read the blurb. Okay, that's that's when I first heard of him. Well, he used to look like okay. I wonder how Nick Holtz got this job. I mean, he's obviously good. You know, he's good at his job. Or like there, there is. Once you get a job, you don't get the next job unless you're decent, you're good at your job or whatever else. I get that for most people. Um, but here's the truth. He he coached Brian Callahan, mm-hmm. the new head coach, in high school. Yep. That's the original connection. He then got his first college job because he was hired by Bill Callahan at Nebraska mm-hmm. as an intern. And so now he is hired by Brian Callahan as his OC, and along with Bill Callahan, who will, who will be the offensive line coach. And yesterday, did you see who the Rams hired as the defensive coordinator? Shula's grandson. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Shula's grandson yes. helps to be helps. It, it's just I think it's Matt you know. Shula. So I was guessing and is it Mike's son? Is not so different than the rest of the world. No, connections matter. Um, connections absolutely matter. Uh, also matter, speaking of good looking, helps if you dress well, Jeffrey. Oh, yeah. And at O'Call right now, I can tell you that the um, that semi-annual sale, fall and winter merchandise, we are getting down to the uh, biggest savings. What they do is they go out and they consolidate everything from the Nashville store and their Memphis store. They bring it to Memphis and savings up to 70% off. That's right. Savings up to 70% off on men's and women's fall and winter merchandise at O'Call. No better weekend than this weekend to go see your friends at O'Call. What is coming up next on 92.9? Here's what's coming up next. Jeff, here's what's coming up next on Jason and John. Anthony Sane joins them today. Uh, Blake Topmeyer will join me on Giannotto and Jeffrey. Of course, Jeff with Gabe at 5. Thanks for listening, everybody. we got to get out of here. Back tomorrow. Work is done. 92.9 FM ESPN and Robert Irwin Jewelers are spreading the Memphis love with a $5,000 gift card to R.I. Jewelers for Valentine's. 92.9 FM ESPN R.I. Jewelers Valentine's Love Notes. Want to get engaged? Time to put a ring on your personal cheerleader? Here's what to do. Submit your recorded love note to that special someone at 92.9ESPN.com and you could win the $5,000 Robert Irwin Jewelers gift card for Valentine's. My Valentine. Like the sparkle at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Hard work, dedication, and dreams. These are the keystones of success. But easily filing your taxes with TurboTax and Credit Karma doesn't hurt either. And getting your max refund guarantee definitely doesn't hurt. But let others think you did a lot of hard work to file your taxes when in reality, it was a walk in the park. No, no, you literally filed while walking your dog in the park. Winner! Because some key info is pre-filled for you, so you can file quickly and confidently like the boss that you are. So give yourself the peace of mind that comes with getting expert help. Because you're going places. Let's go. And make tax season feel like it's award season with easy filing. Yeah! Know that you're backed by the leading tax preparer, TurboTax. And we'll show you all your filing options up front so there are no surprises. Feel accomplished and confident that your taxes are done right. File an Intuit Credit Karma today. Ah, yeah. 
Expert help not available with all products. Guaranteed details available at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Hi, folks. The Chevy Sheriff with good news for car and truck buyers. The Sunrise Chevy Ranch has acres of new Chevys and GM certified in stock and ready for immediate delivery. A $6 million used car inventory with cars and trucks for every budget and a lot specializing in cars and trucks under $99.95. If you've been turned down by another dealer, see us at Sunrise. We specialize in secondary financing. And Sunrise is the home of guaranteed credit approval. Immediate financing available. Cars and trucks may not be free, but at least they're affordable at Sunrise. Find new roads to the Sunrise Chevy Ranch, 385 in Houston Levy and Collierville. Hey everyone, Gabe Kuhn here. I think there's three checklist items when looking for a good dentist practice. One, are they good at their job? That's one thing you absolutely don't have to worry about when you go to Dr. Mady's today at the Smile Center. Two, is it convenient? I would say the Smile Center is about as convenient as it gets. Perfect location in Germantown. And three, are they personable? You may catch Dr. Mady try to talk Grizzlies with you upon your visit. But regardless, Smile Center checks all the boxes for a phenomenal dentist practice. Get to their location in Germantown or go to SmileCenterMemphis.com. Where are my basketball fans at? Welcome to Fandom 101. The madness is upon us. When the biggest ballers in the land take the court, we need you loud, proud, and live cheering them on. The NCAA Division I men's basketball first and second rounds, March 22nd and 24th in Memphis. Attendance is encouraged. Passion is mandatory. Buy your seats today at NCAA.com slash MVP tickets. Class dismissed. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The weather is cold outside, but lunch at Owen Brennan.